Hello and a warm welcome to the EMG Girl podcast. I'm Mark Koskila and for this episode we'll be looking back over the past month in the pharmaceutical industry from the latest COVID-19 vaccine approval developments to a series of innovative awareness campaigns, our content and editorial executive Isabel O'Brien is here to bring you all the highlights from the past four weeks. Hi, Isabel. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Yes, very well. Thank you very well. Great to be here. I'm really excited to share the latest news ahead of Gold Publication this week. Ah, excellent. Well, uh, that's out on Thursday, isn't it, for everyone's reference? Yeah, out on Thursday, going to be a really fantastic issue. But anyway, right now, let's take a look at the news. Firstly, in COVID-19 news, Moderna's booster vaccine has been authorised for use by the FDA, following its approval of the Pfizer-BioNTech booster shot just a month ago. Approval has also been given to the second dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine for adults who received their shot from them back in August. The regulator has also noted its approval for the mix-and-match approach for the three US-licensed vaccines, allowing the population to receive booster shots from different suppliers to their original vaccinations. Moving on from the US market, the World Health Organization is reportedly planning to purchase 28 million courses of COVID-19 antiviral pills for distribution to low- and middle-income countries at $10 per course. The plan is part of the roadmap for the Access to COVID-19 Tools Accelerator program, which aims to raise $22.8 billion to purchase vaccines, tests and treatments, so far having collected $18.5 billion in pledges. Lastly on COVID-19 news, Reginon have been working towards extending their antibody cocktail to patients hospitalised with COVID-19 with the FDA additionally granting priority review for the Regenkov cocktail for treatment in non-hospitalised patients and for prevention of infection in high-risk people. Moving on now to mergers and acquisitions, Pesera Biosciences, a US biopharmaceutical company, is set to buy Flexion Therapeutics for an equity value of around $450 million, or $630 million, including debt. The deal adds Zilretra, a treatment for osteoarthritic knee pain, to Pesera's non-opioid pain relief portfolio. Additionally on mergers and acquisitions, Aceto is progressing with its expansion by absorbing A&C Bio, based in Limerick, which produces biological buffers, cleaning solutions and chemical blends for the pharmaceutical industry. The acquisition adds to Aceto's purchase of CDMO Cascade Chemistry, Finar Limited, BioRagent and Isolchem. Hopping over now to marketing news, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, AbbVie launched a new breast cancer campaign to shine light on reconstructive surgery options. Aptly named Power of You, the campaign aims to celebrate the courage of people with breast cancer and celebrate their inner strength, seeking to empower them with information regarding choices about their reconstructive surgery options. Insight, which manufacture Jacophie for the treatment of polycythema, a rare chronic blood cancer, launched a new 30-second advert this month to convey the fear and discontent that someone with the condition feels before having their blood count taken. In the advert, a man sits up in bed beside his sleeping wife, haunted by memories. A narrator then calls on the audience to visit Insight's website, keepingcounts.com, to look at Jacophie. In research and development news, Bristol-Myers-Squibb has announced the interim results from its Phase 3 extension trial, Daybreak, which demonstrates the safety and long-term efficacy of Zaposia in patients suffering from multiple sclerosis. 
The trial found that those treated with Zaposia demonstrated a low relapse rate, with more than 70% of patients remaining relapse-free after four years. And finally, in research and development news, Vertex Pharmaceuticals has announced the 90-day results from its half-phase trial for VX880, a therapy derived from stem cells that restores insulin production. The study involved a 40-year-old patient with type 1 diabetes who experienced life-threatening hypoglycemia in the past year and saw a 91% reduction in his daily insulin requirement. And that's all for this month's roundup, but please do join us next month while we're looking at all the highlights from November. Thank you, Isabel, for summing up October's news. So coming up in November, I'm delighted to share that we'll have another series of special guests joining us on the show, including Dr. Tanya Doe, CEO of Debio Farm Innovation Fund, and Tamika Jean-Baptiste, Vice President and Chief Diversity Officer at Amgen. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss all of these insightful interviews in November. And also, as we mentioned earlier, the latest issue of Gold Magazine is out on Thursday. So do check out the brilliant articles, interviews and more when that's out at www.emg-gold.com. So take care and see you next week on the EMG Gold Podcast. Podcast.